the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is me. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast series. And this series is on another series, <laughs> which is the Matrix series. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to be talking again more about the Matrix and how it is affected or how it is as far as the Vedic philosophy. Exactly. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back, and we're going to be talking about the Matrix, but more and more focused on basically the Lady in Red. Yes. <laughs> so what? That does... was a great song too. Yes. Chris De Berg. Uh-huh. I loved it. They... For a whole summer, it was my favorite. Oh no! <laughs> I Do digress. You want to sing it? Do you want to sing no. it? No. <laughs> so the Lady in Red. Uh, it was made by uh, Mouse. Yes. And Mouse for. The Vedic philosophy is more about your senses. That's right. And the senses are very important to humans. In fact, in uh, Vedic philosophy, they talk a lot about enjoying your senses. That's right. And I know in Ayurveda, they even, what is it? uh, Ganesha and Mushika. No, but in Ayurveda. uh, Oh, yeah. Ayurveda, the Charchikataka. Uh, what's the guy's name that actually even says that? You oh, should... the Charaka. Yeah. yeah, eat, drink, and be merry. Uh-huh. Yes, is <laughs> one of his quotes in yes. his book. Yes. So it's not about be going into the woods and being separate from everyone and not enjoying life. Exactly. So Ayurveda yes. actually even talks about enjoying life. Yes. So so Mouse. Yes. Talks about the lady in red, and he created that program. What does the Lady in Red actually mean to you in the Vedic philosophy? Uh, it's, a, it's all about the distractions of the mind. So yes, the senses are highly important and we analyzed it in the first part of the series. Uh, but also... Did we analyze it enough? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can go into it again. Uh, but it is also about having control which we talked about that too, Ganesha controlling Mushika. This one is more about our mental aspect, honoring our senses, but also keeping our thoughts in control. So you're not distracted. Exactly, exactly. And it goes in the whole thing, actually, uh, people talk about peace of mind in the yogic way and all that, but that peace of mind, it is actually not being as easily distracted. It's not eliminating your thoughts and you know trying to empty your mind and all that. It's about controlling your thoughts, knowing that you are not your thoughts and that you own your thoughts, you have control. So the lady in red, uh, when she showed up and uh, Morpheus was talking to Neo and Neo got all distracted, is because he was not in control enough 
to just look at her and then move on. He was not in control of his senses. He was not in control of his senses, exactly. Control of his senses and his thoughts. And what happens is we keep bouncing back and forth between senses and thoughts. Actually, our senses uh, most of the time determine our thoughts, whether we realize it or not. Yes. And so for this, I want to bring in a guru that we had at one time come and teach at our studio. Yeah. And uh, so for the senses and thoughts, you know, this guru was uh, <laughs> telling our students that, uh, you know, how to live and how to meditate and how to focus and stuff like that, uh, because it's easy when you live in a cave. Yes. But this guru couldn't focus and meditate and stuff when we put him at a hotel on the beach overlooking the gulf. Yes. That was too, di not the, not that wasn't too distracting. He wanted that. Yeah. In fact, we had to yeah. pay for a bigger room. Yeah. Uh, but the cars driving by. Yes. Uh, bothered his senses. Yes. Uh, the people uh, at the bar, which was a block away. Yeah. He could smell the cigarette smoke coming. Yeah. So he wanted, we had to move him mm -hmm. because his senses were too screwed offended. up. Offended. <laughs> so when you, when you're dealing with senses and you're dealing with thought, it's, it's not always what the gurus tell you then. No, absolutely. And w what you want to look at is how, who do you want to be? How do you want to live your life? And, uh, and then look at who you are listening to and what they are doing. So that if you want to live your life, if you want to function in this world, then listening to somebody who can't handle being in this world, uh, you are probably listening to the wrong advice. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, is that polite enough? Yes, okay. I think so. <laughs> So, so it depends. It depends on what you want to do with your life, and evaluate everything. Take take everything with a grain of salt. You know, don't take everything at face value. So, so the, even what we are telling you. No, always listen to us. <laughs> uh, so, with this, uh, Morpheus tells Neo, Neo yeah. that that everything is a distraction. Everything is a distraction. Yeah, he said ev everything is a distraction. Because everything that is not unplugged is... That's, that goes, yes, I that part, I, I just love it. Please explain. <laughs> I just love this movie. Uh, so any, any one of those people, not just the lady in red, any one of those people... Uh, who haven't been unplugged uh, are considered an enemy, actually more than a distraction, because the agents, the Smiths, can jump into them. Mm -hmm. uh, those that who haven't been unplugged are too vulnerable because they can be taken over by the agents. That is brilliant. And that's... Why? <laughs> Why? I, can, I need to take a breath, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, because it tells you that beware of who you are listening to, who you are paying attention to, because what they may be telling you 
may not be in your best interest. It's the whole concept of memes, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times, you know, we grow up believing certain memes because that's what people have told us. Uh, in Ayurveda, they say, and in the Upanishads everywhere, they say, be careful who your company is, who you associate with, who you hang out with, because of how they are affecting your mind. Now, I know in uh, at our teacher trainings yes. for the 200, we always talked about if your goal is to open up a studio, uh, you need to hang around with people that want to see you succeed. Yeah. Uh, like uh, if you want to smoke, you go to smoke shops. Yeah. If you want to drink, you go to bars. But if you want to teach yoga, you need to start hanging out with people that are wanting not necessarily teach yoga because they might have the wrong uh, interest. They might want to see you fail so that they can succeed Mm -hmm. because that is a lot in the yoga world. Yeah. Uh, So, but you want to hang out with people that want to see you succeed. And sometimes those people might be your best friend. Exactly. Sometimes they might be you're not best or they might also your best friend might not want to see you succeed because they don't want to see you enhance your life exactly and the step away from them they may be afraid that if you do certain things you're gonna step away from them so it all goes back to everything is energy everything is energy mm-hmm. exchange and uh Everybody around you gives you energy, takes energy away, helps you transform your energy, all that stuff. So you you need to to know what you want to do and then decide who you associate with. So the fact that you grew up in a certain area with those childhood friends and all that doesn't mean those people still need to be your friends or should be your friends or want to be your friends when you are 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 110 years old. What about even 20 years old? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Even 20 years old. So always, always examine what is best for you and your community as a whole. So one of the things that I remember reading and it's, one of the things that I also like thinking about is that people who are doing great don't look at people that are coming up the ladder and do negative. Yes. People that are doing great and want to succeed always try to give a hand to the people coming up the ladder. Yes. So if the people around you, like the lady in red, is wanting to pull you down, that might not be the person you want to hang out with. Exactly. You always, because the people that are pulling you down actually do not want to see you succeed. Now, that doesn't mean they question you, because yep. questioning you, you don't want a yes person either. No, absolutely not. Uh, that's why you said no. Huh? <laughs> absolutely not. So you need to be questioned. Yep. But you also have to look at that person that's questioning you and really examine, are they questioning you to help you, mm-hmm. or are they questioning to hurt you? Exactly. Yes, it's 
it's very it's a fine line it's a fine line that's why you always need to keep the bigger picture in mind take everything with a grain of salt and not take anything personal nothing is personal it's all part of a game truly it's all part of the matrix yep. right uh, go ahead one more thing before we go on break <laughs> before we go on break and so I can take a breath, is uh, that uh, those uh, agents, you know, those Mr. Smiths and stuff, jump from person to person. It's very easy for them. It's like the memes who spread. It's like a virus. Actually, those memes, those unexamined beliefs spread like a virus. So their power is huge. And actually the one Mr. Smith becomes a virus. Exactly, becomes a virus. And turns everyone into negativity. Exactly, exactly. So, and that's where the, the thing is that negative beliefs are a lot easier to spread than positive beliefs. That's why it is so important to constantly examine what we put in our mind. It is very, very easy to start believing something that's going to completely destroy us and our community. It's very, very easy to start believing it if we don't constantly examine and, uh, question. and question what we are bombarded with. So my question to you is, can we do our little break and come right back? I, let me think about it. Let me consider that. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. And as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Yoga Energy School, where we're doing online training and in-person training for 300s right now. Yes. And of course, always continuing education. Yes. And soon, 200s again. We're getting ready to get the new application for Yoga Alliance in on the 200 because they've shifted things and made it different. And in case you haven't realized it, uh, we are not your typical school. Yes. <laughs> Yoga school. So let's go to the Oracle. And the concept of the oracle is in Ayurveda, not Ayurveda, but in Vedic philosophy. Tell me, who is the oracle? Uh, the oracle is, wow, I love the oracle. <laughs> I, the oracle is, and it's going to show more uh, during the second, second one. And, yep. uh, yeah, yep. Matrix Reloaded. And then, because uh, the oracle is a program. Yes, the oracle is a program. The oracle is like our divine mother. In the Vedic philosophy, she would be referred to as Prakriti. And Prakriti came pra from? From Purusha. And Purusha, just real quick, is going to be? The architect. Yes. Yes. Um, according to the Vedic philosophy, uh, our whole existence 
is made from Purusha and Prakriti. And Purusha actually helped create Prakriti because he wanted to experience himself. Without Prakriti, he couldn't experience himself. There would be nothing. And we'll get more yep. into that in terms of matrix. But Prakriti is like the divine womb, the female energy that everything came from. Uh, uh, and they show her cooking, uh, at least one time cooking, that uh, in the next movie she's feeding, she's hanging out at a little park. Yes, feeding the crows yep. and uh, always having a huge smile yep. on her face. is like that everybody's mother. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mother. So that's very uh, in. That's very kapha. That's very kapha. She's actually the personification. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the personification of the kapha bioenergies, the stable, the loving, the strong, uh, the soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's making chocolate cookies. Chocolate yes. chip cookies is chocolate kapha. Uh, yes, actually, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, chocolate is tridoshic. <laughs> and chocolate is great for everything. It's a food group. Yes. Um, so that's who Prakriti is. And um, is always there. And uh, like she tells Neo uh, in the second movie, she tells Neo, wow, it seems like every time we meet, I always give you bad news. Yes. Uh, but it is... It is to help humanity. Uh, and even though they may seem like bad news, it is for everyone's it's well-being. It's actually good news for everyone because for everyone. if he does these things, then the hum- world is saved. Exactly. Humanity is preserved. Uh, so the And also the oracle uh, brings a lot, um, a lot of the human aspect to the matrix. Actually, her whole purpose uh, was to humanize uh, the matrix. She uh, actually, the architect refers to her as an intuitive program. Because, again, we cannot deny our human nature. And And he even says that in the second movie about the humans. Exactly, exactly. That uh, they... There, you can't have. Uh, he says that actually it's because we are uh, <laughs> we, we are not as smart, we are not as evolved, uh-huh. we are too primitive, and uh, we need that aspect of uh, emotion and senses and the illusion of uh, choice and all that. Uh, so to have a perfect world. Uh, it's uh, it's not it doesn't work for us. We can't yep. handle a perfect world, which is so interesting because the whole concept of Sankhya philosophy and Purusha and Prakriti is that the the universe was created out of the womb of Prakriti when the three qualities of the human mind started going slightly out of the perfect balance. And what are those three qualities? And those three qualities are referred to as Setwa, Rajas, Tamas. Those are the Sanskrit words. And they are 
uh, Setua is like a perfect harmony, and Rajas is action, and Tamas is resistance or inertia, and they are all needed, mm-hmm. contrary to popular yogic belief. They are all needed, but they cannot all be, be in a perfect straight line. There has to be a dynamic interplay between all three of them. Because if they are all in a perfect stri- straight line, there is no humanity, there is no existence. It's only Purusha. And yes. Purusha doesn't like that. He's just, he's all by himself. He can't understand who he is. Nothing exists. Everything is unmanifested. Ah. And Prakriti comes in and says, let's play a little bit. It's all about playfulness, right? Dynamic playfulness. Let's play a little bit. Let's create some waves. And then everything blossoms. So surfing is good. Surfing is good. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Surfing is good. Let's ride the waves. Let's experience life. So Prakriti is all about a dynamic balance. So things can actually express themselves. Dynamic balance, then. Yes, dynamic balance. Very, very important. And I know we've talked about it in the past, but uh, so Thomas is very important. Yes. Without it, we wouldn't be who we are. Exactly. Uh, And going into, because I know a lot of times they say you have to be satwa. Yeah. And going into Setwa and getting rid of Raja and Thomas, basically you're useless. Exactly. Yeah. You're no longer good for the community. You're no longer good for yourself. Exactly. And, exactly. and it's it's one of those things that you, it's not enlightenment. No, 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 not at all. So Thomas, Thomas is inertia and resistance, right? Thomas is why we don't break. Mm-hmm. That's how we can think of it. We don't break physically, emotionally, or mentally. Okay. It's, it's that support that we can resist. We can resist things. If we resist too much, then we are closed-minded. We are all, all this. That's the whole concept. But the good Thomas... The good Thomas is resistance, resilience. Mm-hmm. And the good Raja? And the good Raja is actually creativity the good raja is action the good raja is getting things done is making things happen is moving forward and without it you stay stale exactly without it there is no action and then and then setwa and and then setwa is about harmony about collaboration about being open to things, about welcoming things. So we need everything, right? We need to collaborate. We, we need to have harmony between us and others to some extent. <laughs> so, and that's just like the Matrix. They need the people to work. Exactly. They that need, are unplugged. Exactly. They need, uh, they need Morpheus, the Morpheus to, to say that. This is it. This is it. Got to do it. So the people are more like uh, the Thomas, right? uh, Yes. Because they're just just sort of moving without any... Uh, uh, Well, well, 
there is in a Zion they talk about resistance, uh-huh. right? Uh, so that's uh, that's where the people in Zion exactly are like the the Thomas. Okay. They are resilient and they are resistant. Okay, and then the, the Morpheus is. And Morpheus is the Rajas. He actually and that he causes trouble. Even uh, he almost gets thrown into. Uh, jail or whatever yep, when, that is. And, uh, and Zion. Uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, Neo, would uh, he, he's, because I wouldn't consider him to be uh, the Setwa. Setwa. Uh, no, actually uh, the the oracle uh, who brings um, who brings think, things and people together is a Setwa. And also, also the uh, counselor Okay. In, a, yep. in Zion, he is the personification of Setwa. And we're going to be talking about him yes. in the next episode. Yep. Uh, because he's a very important, some of the things he says is extremely important, especially in today's world. Yes, absolutely. So let's call it a night-night. <laughs> Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.